Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and he, this week I am here with Kristen Jones, who I will introduce to you in just a moment. But first, I would like to introduce you to a little bit of yourself. I would like to invite you to take the Superpower Quiz. Uh, it is located at superpowerquiz.us, and it will give you a peek into your particular set of giftedness, the brilliance that you brought with you to shine out into the world. Because so often we're used to our own light to the point that we think we don't have any light. And so I created this quiz to use with my clients and with my listeners to hold up a mirror so you can see that unique giftedness that is you. It takes about two minutes. Go to superpowerquiz.us and uh, find out your number one spiritual superpower. And so on that note, I'm going to switch to introducing our guest today. Kristen Jones is a spiritual business coach for healers and soulpreneurs, as well as an intuitive quantum healer. She helps healers step into their power and create abundant aligned businesses with their soul gifts that feel aligned and allow you to move out into the world with complete integrity. So, Kristen, I'm so excited to have you here with me. And I know a lot of times I do these introductions and people are like, oh, she's so amazeballs. I'm sure she was born that way. <laughs> I mean. Yes. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the early days before you were really dialed into your purpose. Tell us what that was like. Yeah. So... Wow, that's a really big question. Okay, so I feel like my whole adult life actually has been a step. It's almost like that stepping stone. You kind of like get towards closer to your purpose or you step into your purpose and your passion and you look back and you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah, now it makes sense in hindsight, right? <laughs> hindsight truly is 2020 weird. <laughs> but I, re I really feel like my whole adult life, well, first things first is I am an Air Force wife. My husband's active duty military. We're high school sweethearts. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, we just <laughs> celebrated 17 years of marriage and he's been in the Air Force for 17 years as well, which is really amazing. And I actually had dreams of going to a top journalism or marketing school. That was my passion. I love to, I'm a Gemini, so I love to talk. I love to write. I am super creative. And so that was really, I was like eyes on the prize. This is what I'm doing. I went to college. I was in the advertising club. I was in sorority and was an ad chair. I was nominated um, vice president of the ad club and then decided after my husband, who was my then um, fiance, had moved out of state. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be closer to him. Mm -hmm. And I transferred schools. And literally a couple days before I was moving with one of my best friends, 
he called me. He's like, by the way, I'm joining the Air Force. And I was like, oh, my God. No, you're don't say that to me. (laughs) So I had to make a decision. I went ahead and I moved and I did online school. And throughout my entire adult life, there's when I take a look back at all of these little stepping stones, it is this little hint of spirituality and along the way. I mean, this all started way before then, but as an adult, when he had, we, we ended up getting married. We pushed our wedding from June until it was June of 2007. When we were, we were going to get married, we decided we're going to do this and we're going to do it in about a month. So we get all the benefits of the military. We know we're going to be together, like whatever. And so we just did a quick wedding, whatever. I, finished school online. It took me a really long time because I mean, back in the early 2000s, which is so weird to say, online school was actually fairly new. Yeah. And it was a little awkward to navigate. I I took some online stuff back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It was so weird. And so I, when we moved to our first duty station, I had started working at a bank and I loved it. It's probably one of my favorite jobs as an adult outside of obviously my my business my purpose my your passion. current business yes right. <laughs> it was so much fun but the people that i met just introduced me to it was like these little winks from the universe from source that were like oh hey you're on the right path and i didn't even realize it at the time i had met uh someone who was former miss usa who is also a spiritual coach took one of her programs uh somebody had introduced me to the secret the iconic secrets like yes. that gateway book right yeah. and my- <laughs> gateway to manifestation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and our next duty station i had started a an online business this was really like my first big business and it was in the health industry mm-hmm. but my mentors were very spiritual forward. And so I started reading a lot of books. That's where I started meditating and really tapping into my own gifts. And it, it really, it really just kind of unfolded from there, but where it really happened was, this was probably what, like eight years later. Hey, hang on before we get into when it really happened. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, as a child, were you intuitive? I'm hearing it, you know, in your early adulthood, you were paying attention to these intuitive mm-hmm. nudges a little bit, but maybe hadn't put any kind of language around it. Yeah. So as a kid, I've always been a very vivid dreamer. I am a lucid dreamer completely. Oh, that is so cool. And, I'm so yeah. envious. <laughs> uh, I my youngest son is too and it's so cool to hear his dreams and then we'll do dream interpretation and things like that to really help him understand he's only 11 but he's been lucid dreaming for as long as i could remember but for me i actually went to church as a child Mm -hmm. my parents were never religious that was a personal choice and i do remember in middle school with all of that said i remember going to the library all the time and checking out books around witchcraft around spirituality around like these these things in the spiritual world that were of interest but feeling like i needed to hide them because mm. i was afraid i didn't want to be judged and it was a part of myself that was never encouraged 
Um, not right or wrong or looked at any other way. I just never talked about it. It just felt like one of those things like, oh, we shouldn't talk about this. Let's just sweep it under the rug. And I never even really thought about it until I was an adult. And I started looking back at all those little stepping stones. And I'm like, ah, little Kristen was onto something. There's a a pattern here. (laughs) (laughs) That is, that is really, really interesting. Because a lot of times when, as children, we get these messages that, oh, well, maybe we just don't talk about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the the response is like to completely shut down the intuition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that's neat that you're just like, I'm just not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, <laughs> you know, it was that fear of like wanting to almost like, Will they find out what is going to happen if they find out? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also wanting to try to fit in, you know, (laughs) as kids do, like, you want to be pushed out of the coven. Exactly. You want to be normal, right? (laughs) Whatever normal means. (laughs) Right? Exactly. (laughs) That is too funny. So you... You spent some time exploring witchcraft, and I'm kind of interested in that because we're going to be talking about the witch wound today, mm-hmm. which I've run into quite a bit in my own practice because I tend to get healers who are like, I have this thing going on, and it comes out that in a past life or a parallel life, there has been some sort of, uh, what do I want to call it, witchcraft gone awry. Mm-hmm. Not the white yeah. wishcraft, but the more questionable stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've spent some time cleaning that kind of like past life stuff up because I find it, it tends to follow you around, which is yeah. tend to make really powerful promises yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that transcend time and space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. So um, what, what aspect or how, how did you delve into to the witchy side of things? Yeah. So it really didn't come into my awareness until my spiritual awakening, like the biggest spiritual awakening that I had, which was right around 2017, 2018. Mm -hmm. And it was after we had moved to another new duty station and my husband had spent a year in Korea. So we were reintegrating and I had just sold my house alone with my kids, husband overseas. Like it was a mess. I was a mess. My nervous system was just so out of whack. Mm -hmm. And I just remember having this moment of there has got to be another way. I can't keep feeling like this. I was ridden with anxiety. I was feeling depressed. I was now went from sunny Arizona to cloudy South Dakota, which I do love it here, by the way, now, but, but yeah, but the initial transition can be shocky. Well, and it is very cloudy in the Midwest in the the winter. Yes. Yes. And cold, very cold, cold. (laughs) very, very cold, more so in South Dakota than Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so in the spiritual awakening, I started really discovering these gifts and abilities that I have and started the witch wounds started popping up, but I wasn't putting two and two together until I, I don't know what that link was, but all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, I've not, this is not the first time I've been afraid of this, but this is more than just 
now. This yeah. is more than just the things that I've experienced throughout my childhood or, you know, up until this point. This is soul deep. And where is this coming from? And I started doing, actually, the first past life regression that I did was by myself on, I just found like a YouTube meditation. Oh, look at you go. That is bold right there. A lot of people are like, you know what? I want somebody with me on this journey because who knows, right? (laughs) Right. And I'm just like, let's just be resourceful. And I'm just like, going to go for it. And Okay. I'm going to put a pin in the past life regression. Okay. okay. I want to hear about your awakening moment. Since this is mm. afterwards, let's stay a little bit timeliney. <laughs> yeah. 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 So when I went through this spiritual awakening, it was, like I said, it was, I was ridden with anxiety and depression mm. and was like, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a different way. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times these things happen in these moments where we're cracking open in some fashion or another. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And when this happened, I started just being like, okay, what are the, what feels good to do? Forget the to-do list, Mm -hmm. forget the hustle culture and everything that I have been living. What feels good for me to do? And I started diving into meditation. I'm not looking to be a monk. I just want to tap into myself. (laughs) So for me, yeah. And have a little peace and quiet, right? (laughs) Right. So for me, it was 10 to 15 minutes a day, even most of the time now, that's still what it looks like. Yeah. Mine is is about that. And it's usually like the first thing in the morning before I get mm -hmm. out the bed or the last thing is I'm getting in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, how can I simplify this? It doesn't need to be this whole big thing, but it gets to be a big thing for me. Um, I started really journaling and diving inward and understanding my thoughts and the patterns and the things that were no longer serving me. I started getting out into nature. Nature was a big healer for me. And during this timeline, I actually started seeing Reiki a lot and I'm mm-hmm. not really knowing. It's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny now because I've actually channeled my own style of Reiki and I'm launching the name next month um, oh, that's in November. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. And so, and it'll be officially launched as a school next year. So it's really interesting to think like, gosh, it really wasn't that long ago, but it feels like lifetimes ago. Well, because the change is so profound and it's interesting because I've noticed that there are two ways really that you come to Reiki, which is what I consider channeling divine energy. Um, And some people go through the awakening and it just turns on Mm -hmm. and other people are like, oh, I need to learn how to do that. And they go in and they get what they call attuned, right? Yeah, which is you you dial into the frequency and you learn how to access it deliberately. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's I, so I'm true. I'm one of these people. I went through the awakening and it was just like flipped on. Here yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> you do this now. <laughs> I'm right? like, so oh, true. I do. Do I? <laughs> And then like all of your, your psychic channels or whatever those look like for you, they start opening and 
It's it, wild. It's really wild. I my experience of it, it felt like I was being kind of at the same time melted down and like ripped apart and then stuck back together in some <laughs> strange configuration I was completely unfamiliar with. <laughs> yeah. What what was yours like? Did you have like a moment or was it over like a few days or I feel uh, like it went on forever. <laughs> I'm like, have you ever seen that picture, that meme that's like this little girl holding on with her spirit guides next to her and it's they're on a roller coaster? That's exactly, that's exactly it. <laughs> like, I'm like, when am I going to get off of this thing? <laughs> when does this ride stop? <laughs> yes. But for me, I feel like it, it was, it was months. It was like, I, I, was like enough is enough and then started tapping inward and then Reiki started showing up. And then one of my friends was like, I'm certified in angelic healing. And I was like, what's that? Do a session for me. And I was like sold. And so I just started hiring healers, all mm -hmm. the healers. And then of course, you know, getting trained and certified in several different modalities, playing with Oracle cards and really started tapping into, oh, I have this gift now. And, oh, I have this ability. And what is this? And just being in the energy of play, though at the yeah. time it was like, oh, can I actually, am I actually doing this? But then also being like, <laughs> oh, I'm doing this. I'm really doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So was there like a turning on moment or it was more just gradual little things because I, with my own, it was like there was somebody like flipped the breaker yeah. and it was like, boom, all on. And it's, whoa, what is this? Wow. <laughs> no, mine was not like that. And I think my nervous system would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> you put the brakes on that right now. <laughs> mine was definitely gradual. And even, even now I notice gifts and abilities like getting stronger and, you know, different things turn online or activated yeah. amplified which is really cool yeah well and i i was grateful that i believe it's my guides they after the initial like power up they're like okay we can see you're overwhelmed and so it was one of these things it's like yes you have all the psychic senses and we're going to shut down these four and let you work with this one for a while. And then it would kind of cycle to something else and cycle to something else, which helped me to begin to adjust to it. But the initial like turn on was, holy shit. <laughs> right? Oh my God, I can only imagine. All right, well, that is awesome. Uh, what were some of the early signs that you had this, um, this awakening coming on? What were a couple of the early hints? Oh, it was definitely, it felt like a breaking point. Like I'm sick of my own shit. Mm -hmm. And, and this has got like enough is enough. I can't keep living like this. There has to be a better way. Burnout after burnout and, and thought patterns that were ongoing, not saying that you don't have this, have thought patterns that play in a loop after yeah. your awakening, because we're still having a human experience, but it was, those were the main things for me that I didn't notice at the time, but looking back, I'm like, you know, when you, when you work with healers and you are friends with the spiritual community and people in the healing community as well, it seems to be very similar patterns that start to occur. Yeah. I like that. So we are up on our first break already. 
And everyone who's joined us here today, get your pen, get your piece of paper. If you haven't already to write down superpowerquiz.us, you can find out your own gifts. Um, grab your pen, grab your piece of paper and think about your own life, your own experience. Have you had one of those moments where it's like, I am so over what's happening and we're doing something totally different? Do you think you're moving into one of those? Have little things started popping up in your life that you can't explain? And uh, think about some of that journey and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I'm still here with Kristen Jones. And before the break, she had talked about going through her awakening process, some of the early signs, this sort of thing. And you said that the adjustment process, I will call it adjustment process, <laughs> yeah. lasted for quite a few months afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I, I find I found kind of the same thing. It took me a couple of years really to kind of adjust to the new way that I'm getting information and work with the different 
ways that I can get information, as well as take all of the 100 million classes that are now so yummy and delicious <laughs> around healing modalities. Right. <laughs> uh, and you said shortly after you did this adjustment process, you actually did a self-guided past life regression. Mm -hmm. Tell us, do tell us uh, about this past life regression. And I guess before you do, I will say past life regression is a hypnotic uh, approach that is used to allow you to access these memories from other lives. Now, some people go, oh my God, what kind of BS is this? And as both a mystic and a scientist, I will tell you, regardless of whether this is something your subconscious is making up to support you in your journey forward or it, it's a real actual past life you're going and visiting makes no difference whatsoever the healing that comes out of it is profound regardless if you believe that you have past lives or you don't yeah so yeah i will put that out there because I've seen it with skeptics, I've seen it with true believers, and as a scientist, I will tell you, your subconscious mind speaks through images and analogy. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's something you're resolving psychologically or it's an actual past life makes no difference. <laughs> so yeah. tell us about yours. And I love that too, because I feel that we can't bypass the unconscious mind as a human, like as a human being, right? Oh, well, it's, it's so, part of part of the standard equipment to keep right? us. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the first one that I had done was I was taken back to like this really beautiful woodsy area. I don't know where it was, but it was a woodsy area, this cute little cottage. And inside of this cottage, it was all open, but there on the wall were shelves with, um, with like herbs and, and different like oils and things like that. And I had this huge wooden table that stood like at chest high. So you could like easily just work from Stand it, and work. Over. Yeah, right. Exactly. And there were tarot cards spread all over, spread all out. And next thing I know, these huge men bust into this cottage. They flip the table. They make a trash of everything. And they're dragging me out in front of the townspeople where I am, like, being um, being accused of being a witch. Yes. The summary witch trial. Yes. 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 And I'm, like, I, I remember looking out into the crowd and seeing, like, people I love and people that I've helped and just not feeling so helpless. Like what, what? Like, yeah, what is happening? Exactly. People that you trusted, that trusted you that are now somehow, whether actively or inactively involved in this betrayal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it was so fascinating because I woke up out of this and I was like, mm, mm. real. Yeah. Okay. And I kind of sat with it for a few days and I was like, well, I have no other, like whatever it is, whether it's made up in my mind or whether it actually happened is completely irrelevant. And it makes, for me, it made so much sense of some of the fears that I was experiencing, the disconnection from women, the fear. I had a, 
I had the weirdest fear of tarot. I love Oracle cards. I read Oracle cards. Mm-hmm. Tarot scared no. me to death. And I, yeah. I've cleared that, but I still don't. Like, I, I just don't do tarot, but <laughs> I'm not afraid of them. I don't feel like I'm going to die now if I, if I, if you, you know, touch if them, I, yeah. <laughs> if I play with a deck of tarot, it's just not my choice now. Um, so it was, it really felt like answers to things that I couldn't make sense of mm-hmm. on a, on a logical level in this lifetime, but made so much sense on a soul level. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you said this was the first one you did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you do the second one on your own also, or or did you have an actual session where it happened? So I I did one other one by myself, and I had one that was led. Okay. And uh, what did you get out of those? What was the healing that came forward from those? So... The one that I did by myself, the other one that I did by myself, it was almost like in England is what is, is the energy that I got and like the, the paved streets, but they were dirty. And all I remember, like this was so many years ago and I don't know why this piece is just sticking out. I just remember like carrying a basket of herbs and seeing a lot of commotion going on and the townspeople, I'm feeling like I need to run. Like I, I'm not supposed to be here. I can't be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I'm recalling from that one specifically. And then the one that I did with with someone was so like so strange. And I kind of like sometimes I'll even mention this to my husband because <laughs> it's so funny. Um, so it was I was some kind of an Arabian princess and my dad and I had a fight and I being the bratty princess that I was got on a like just packed a couple of things during in the middle of the night and I got on a horse and traveled several towns over and um, just decided I was going to run away and I had gotten news that my father had passed away. <gasps> oh, and no. So the lesson in this one, aside from reminding my husband that I was an Arabian princess in another life. <laughs> <laughs> and you must treat me as such. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that there is healing between my dad and I to do in this lifetime. Ah. And and so we have done that. Um very much so about five or so years ago, five or six years ago. But yeah, so it was one of those like, whoa, really? But also like, I I mean, what difference does it make if it's real or not? There is healing that needs to occur. And then it did happen. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I, I did a lot of exploration of like, past life and alternate influence after my awakening because I had a lot of odd stuff going on. And I think some of it, it was a fear of persecution. There was, mm-hmm. you know, a life that came forward where I had been hung mm-hmm. 
-hmm. and then drown and then you know all the different things they do to a witch (laughs) to prove you are one right right um (laughs) no fun and then i had several lives as healers where i ended up um meeting a bad end uh Mm -hmm. one of which was also in the middle east and i had I had saved a man in the street who was having some sort of a a seizure or something of that effect. Uh, And I was stoned for that because I I touched a man who was not my husband. Wow. Yeah. And so that was like game over. And then I had another one (laughs) uh, around prophecy because I, I do have prescient dreams and I do readings for people and there, there was this, again, this hesitation to allow the world to know this, right? Mm -hmm. And so the question is, why is it that I'm hiding in these ways? And so the last one was I had been a a prophet in the time of Elijah. There were apparently a lot of prophets back at that time. And I had many of my peers had gone to hide in, in the mountains so that they wouldn't get their heads whacked off. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I was in my ego and it's like I'm I'm speaking from God. God will protect me. I don't need to, you know, go run and hide in the hills and well, <laughs> you know, the the logical result of that happened. I was taken captive. I did lose my head and I was pissed as hell about it. <laughs> right? Wow. It's wild because it's like, oh, wh- it's like all of these, these different memories or visuals that we are given, it explains so much as to like, yeah. like you mentioned, like I'm, a, I'm, why am I hiding? Well, of course I'm hiding if I of was course. killed in another <laughs> lifetime. Like, oh. Yeah, I, I was killed as a prophet. I was killed as a witch. I was killed as a cult leader. And I was killed as a, as a healer. So, all right. <laughs> all right. Let's do this again. One more try. One more time. Let's do all of it at once. <laughs> exactly. Oh, too funny. Too funny. Yeah, I can remember early in my journey that... Um, I had I had gotten a couple of guided meditations again because they're very accessible and and affordable, right? And this particular set was for reading your Akashic records. Mm-hmm. And I would go through the guided meditation and it was all going beautifully until the point that they're like and you open the book and and see what's there and my book was always blank. I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> What the heck? (laughs) So I tell that story to let you know what Akashic records represent, which is the record of all lifetimes that have been lived, as well as the lifetime that you have planned and you're working with right now. It can all be found in this this library, basically, uh, of life plans. And I understand you had an Akashic record reading at one point as well. Would you like to share with us what that was like? Yeah. Yeah. So I had connected with this woman and immediately we hit it off and I was like, okay, tell me more about this. And I'm curious because all things, all things, spirituality, when you're in your awakening, right? And when she did this Akashic records reading for me, 
she had said I was working on a healing modality. I I got so many answers from different things that I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, this makes so much sense. And like, you know, lessons that I learned time and time again, of course, even right now, that's... (laughs) I'm being reminded of some of these, yes. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Still learning these lessons. Okay. But um, I had, she had shared with me, I was working in a previous lifetime on a style of Reiki or healing modality that is not yet earth side and it was not complete. And I was meant to complete it in this lifetime. And that was the biggest thing. If I think about that, this was several years ago. And that is the one thing that stands out to me even still to this day. And after that session, I sat and I was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) me, Oh, it's some uh, girl from small town, Iowa, originally yeah. married my high school sweetheart, like just living a normal life over here. Yeah. A healing modality. Yeah. yeah right. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, well, and then shortly after that, I got a few of the keys and I was mm. like, uh, uh, okay. And so I started playing with them and I was like, I actually feel this what is happening? And so I started utilizing it on my family first as we do. And then like the The convenient guinea pigs, (laughs) right? Like, sorry, you chose me. (laughs) You chose me and you're stuck with my stuff. (laughs) Exactly. And, and so I had kind of put it to the side because I was really into the different modalities that I was in. And I actually started teaching a different style of Reiki that I had, I have since walked away from. And um, when I had a situation happen last fall, it was like this full tower moment of pivot in my business in a way I couldn't even imagine doors flung open. I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish this on anyone, but during this or not during, but right after this doors flood open, the rest of the keys came flooding through. And um, I was just like, holy cow, this is actually happening. Like, like all the different meanings and everything and yeah and it's a really kind of manic time at and i i will let you weigh on in on this but i my understanding from other people who've had this experience it's a really peaceful manic yes yes it really is because it's like oh and then the clarity and the pieces just start coming together and it's like okay and you think it's going to take, like, you, you're like, okay, well, I don't know when this is going to happen. And sometimes it takes a lot longer than what we're expecting. Mm-hmm. But then when you look back, it's like, oh, it was happening all along. Yeah, exactly. I, I was just a little unconscious of what was going on. And now I, I am conscious and I can see all the pieces that were being given. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And last month, well, what is this October? So September, yeah. the name came through and Yay. we put in a, we put in a trademark for it the beginning of this month and I'll be officially announcing the name next month. Good job. Yes, yes, yes. So we are up on our second break already. And what I would like to invite you to do, dear listener, grab that pen and that piece of paper. And I'd like you to think about some of the things that have shown up in your life that you're not quite sure what to do with yet. 
but just kind of capture those little things because sometimes you will discover certain knacks that you have for things, whether it's naming or you have a particular little problem that you solve, but you don't see how it really fits into the bigger scheme of things. Take a note of some of those sorts of things and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales. I'm still here with the amazing and wonderful Kristen Jones. And um, so now that we're back from the break and we've kind of made note of our own little personal breadcrumbs, um, tell us a little bit about how the witch wound has shown up in your life, how you've seen it in clients' lives, and how it plays in with this new healing modality that you're bringing forward. Yeah, this is a really great question. So for me in my own life, I started to realize that there were some witch wounds showing up, this fear of being seen and heard. And what will happen if I share my gifts with the world? It took me almost a year after I got trained in my in um, different modalities or whatever. I was like, I know I'm going to make this a business. And I was talking to my spiritual bestie at the time. And she was like, wait a minute, you're not sharing this with the world yet. What are you waiting for? And I was like, I'm scared. And I realized there was this tie with the witch wound of 
if I show up and share this with the world, I might actually die. Yes. And, <laughs> and like whatever year it was, like we're talking in 2023. So in 2023, even recent years, we know we're pretty safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In in the United States, there's nobody hunting witches. Exactly. <laughs> or former witches for that matter, because <laughs> I don't know about you, but I don't identify as a witch in this life. I I may do some divine divine magic, but it's not uh what I want to say. It's not witchcraft in the way that I would define witchcraft as, you know, right. pursuing that as a path, a way forward, spells, all of the stuff that goes with that. Um, so, yeah. but e even so, they, they don't come shoot you for that or hang you or yeah. drown you or crush you under rocks. Or <laughs> right, and not for going live on Instagram. Yeah. Or, you know, showing up on TikTok or launching a podcast or whatever. Like, yeah, exactly. What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, the worst thing they're going to do is maybe ban you from Facebook. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll start a new account. <laughs> exactly. There are other alternatives. <laughs> exactly. So that was a really big one that showed up for me. And the other one that I also noticed was imposter syndrome coming up. Like, who am I to share this gift and ability with the world? And this yeah. came up a lot for me in my own healing modality, which yeah. I can talk about in just a moment with my clients. Yeah. Well, and, and I think it's not at all uncommon for women to have that one come up, especially strongly. Not that it's reserved to women, but it just seems like it's much more prominent in the female experience in the West yes. than in the male experience. Yeah. And, you know, when you think about witches and not that men weren't witches and, and men yeah. are very much uh, affected by the witch wound as well, just in a different capacity. But yeah. when we look at the witch trials and, you know, the history, it's primarily women. Yeah. 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 And when you, when I, um, when I'm working with clients, what shows up a lot it, are those two things, but it's also another really big one that comes up is this disconnection from their gifts and abilities, that sh that turning it off, right. it's too much, or what if people know that I have this ability, or if I share this, something will happen. So it is that scene and yeah. heard just in a different capacity. Exactly. When I was a child, what I heard was, you know, that that miracles don't happen. There are not miracle workers in this common age that we're in now. That all stopped, you know, with the apostles. And that's bullshit, <laughs> you know. But as a child, I was told anyone who's doing that is, you know, related to Satan and of the devil. And mm -hmm. so it's like, well, I, I don't, I don't want to truck with that. Right. And I so, yeah, I, I <laughs> shut it down hard. Yeah. yeah. And that's super common in that it's almost like that religious trauma as well. I see. Oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. I, my, I was raised under religious abuse, really. The yeah. fundamental religions can be really bad that way. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. can, unfortunately. And we see it, I feel like we see it from such a different perspective where it's like, you get, you get to believe whatever you believe and that's fine. Yeah, and 
God is a loving God. He's not sending anybody to hell. No. That that particular doctrine is not from God. <laughs> that particular doctrine is religion defending itself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the other big one that is not talked about a lot is this disconnection from women. Women mm. turning against each other, being catty, uh, judging. Yeah. Um, well, we're raised to see each other as competition, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 And, you know, even thinking about, I don't know about you, but during my growing up, especially middle school and high school years, we're hell. Yeah. Women, like girls. And the so girls were the worst. The, yeah. the guys, I got along with fairly well, but mm -hmm. the girls, oh my God. <laughs> and even as an adult, I've I've had to take a step back and be like, okay, I find myself wanting to hang out with my husband and his friends when we're at his work events because they're funny and, and women are just so dramatic. And I'm like, okay, okay, Kristen, no, we're going to heal this now and we're going yeah. to make an effort around this. Yeah. And there are women out there who are amazing and wonderful to be in yeah. community with yeah. uh, if you can discover it, you know, and I... I've discovered that with like certain clients at retreats, I've had people who've come out at the other end of the retreat and say, you've restored my faith in, in women. And, oh. and I think I, I can actually, you know, be in like the sister relationship with other yeah. women. Yeah. And, and I didn't think that before. So I, I think it's beautiful when we can overcome that. Yeah. So tell me how your work is coming out into the world. Yeah. So this is coming out into the world as I'm launching a podcast next month called The Untamed Healer. The Untamed it's Healer. I love fun. that. Yes. And it'll actually be officially launched on 11-11 because that's what we do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Why would you pick another date? Nothing You've got else. two master numbers right there. <laughs> and where can we find The Untamed Healer? So it'll be on all platforms, anywhere that you can find podcasts. Anywhere you get your podcast, you anywhere, can find it. Yeah. The trailer is up now. Um, and I'll be posting it on my social media links as well. Um, I'm on mostly on Instagram and TikTok now. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I've got um, a really amazing program coming out around um, unconscious reprogramming. Nice. and supporting that healing in that capacity. Um, and then my own Reiki school, I've got other different offerings as well, but the one I'm most excited about at the, well, I'm excited about them all, to be honest, but, <laughs> but the one that is like in the forefront of my mind right now is my Reiki school, which will be launching uh, hopefully in March of next year. And um, I'm, I've already been doing sessions for clients and things like that. So it's been a Yay. lot of fun to play with. That is a lot of fun. That is super duper cool. And I know you brought a gift with you today. Would you like yeah. to tell us a little bit about your gift? Yes. Yeah, so this is Healing the Witch Wound Workbook. And this is a free workbook for you to dive into the top five witch wounds that I have discovered after working with healers across the world for many years, um, how they're showing up in your life and steps that you can take to start healing them now. Nice. 
Nice. Because a lot of times it's like, okay, they're, they're going, rah, 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 witch wound, rah, 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 rah. I don't know what this witch wound thing is. So it's, it's nice to have a place where you can go, you can check it out, you can go, okay, check, check, nope, not that, not that, yes, check that, not that, not that, not that. <laughs> yes. yes, and it's really fascinating. I love to hear from people after they download it because it's always fascinating to hear what we're discovering and mm -hmm. how it's resonating and how it's yeah. supported you. Absolutely. So where can they find this uh, free gift? So if you go to my website, andsherises.com, scroll to the bottom, click free resources. It'll be right there for you. All right. Beautiful. And if that kind of zips past you, it will be in the liner notes below. So don't worry. You can look it up when the show is done. Um, so... We've got a couple minutes here at the end of the show. What would be your words of advice for someone who's suspecting that they might have a witch wound? Is is there is there hope? Oh yes, absolutely. There's hope. <laughs> the, the liberation comes from the piece of awareness. Once we're aware, that's where the power comes in. Because I mean, awareness is always the first step, right? So, right. Once you understand, if it's piquing your interest, it's for a reason, trust it, follow it. And then once you are aware of which ones it is, start with one, mm -hmm. strip it away and allow yourself the opportunity of liberation. And that liberation will come. I call this the rising Phoenix energy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I guess the other thing I would I would say to you, because I know a lot of times we'll go, oh, I, I visited my witch wound and I took care of it. Uh, a lot of times we have layers. Yeah. And so the next layer will pop up when it's ready for that one to go. Mm -hmm. And it maybe look very similar to the first one or it might not. Uh, but either way, just allow it to be and work through that one the same way you did the first one. Yeah. And it gets easier. It does. Yeah. It does. Because yeah. you're like, oh, I recognize you. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. And just so then you have an idea of how to move forward and how to work with it. Um, last minute uh, words of wisdom to put a nice little bow on it. Trust your intuition. The answers that you have are within yourself. And just take one at a time. It's one step at a time. And little by little, that will give yourself that freedom, that, that liberation piece that you are seeking. Yeah, I love that. It can be hard, I think, sometimes to be patient hmm. around it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's this one little step that I did today. Yes. Well, it but when you the one step. Yeah, and when you put it with the little step you took yesterday and the day before yesterday and the step you'll take tomorrow, you are actually making progress. Yep, remember at the beginning this is full circle, hindsight is always 2020. Yeah, absolutely. And so sometimes it helps just to stop and look backwards and go Oh, well, look at that. <laughs> yeah. That's like 27 little steps all lined up in a row. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it's enlightening. It absolutely is. Thank you so much for joining me here today, Kristen. And thank you to you, dear listener, who turned in 
I do this show for you, and I love to hear from you. Give me a short email at AskZofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A, at transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week right here 